Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Finding Freedom podcast. I am so excited that you're here today. I really do have an incredible message to share with you, and I hope that you're as excited as I am to dive in. First things first, let me introduce myself. So my name is Brooke, and I am your host. I'm a mom of three, military wife, and entrepreneur who's passionate about teaching women how to manage their time so they can eliminate the distractions of the world and focus on what God is speaking to them through their daily time in the Bible. This podcast is designed to help you walk away each week with tangible insights straight from scripture that will help you understand and then apply God's word in your life. I know developing a relationship with Jesus can sometimes feel overwhelming, and I'm here to help you simplify that. So grab your Bible, a cup of coffee, and something to take notes with, and let's find freedom in God's word together. Well, hello there, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Today, we are going to start a bit of a new series. Um, I felt like God put on my heart to talk about the book of Ecclesiastes a couple of weeks ago. I did some quiet time and study on it, I would say, in the fall of last year, and it just made such an impression on me. And so whenever I'm asking God to lead me to a new episode idea, I try to tune into where he's leading me. And I feel like this um, study that I did on my own really was just something that he kept leading me back to. So I've done a more in-depth study from my quiet time. And now I'm excited to share it with you in a podcast episode, a couple of them actually. But before we get into the book of Ecclesiastes, the book was written by King Solomon And it's really a reflection on his life, and it's super powerful. But before we can actually dive into that, I really feel like I need to give a little bit of background information, a little bit of context or history on the life of King Solomon, because I think knowing his story will just add more depth. So before we dive into that, I'm going to bring it back to 1 Kings. We're going to talk a little bit about just who King Solomon was, where he came from, how he became king, and it will give you, like I said, some great context for the next couple episodes as we go through the book of Ecclesiastes. So if you join me, if you have your Bibles, open them up to 1 Kings chapter 1. This is the chapter where Solomon becomes king. So King David has been the king of Israel for many, many years, um, but he's now old. He's, I think the, my Bible, the Life Application Bible says he was around 70 years old at this time. And his health had just deteriorated from all the years of hardship and he was just getting ready to die and he needed to appoint the next king. And so he appointed his son Solomon. Now, if you read a little bit in first Kings, I won't get too much into it. First Kings chapter one, it talks about how one of his brothers tried to wrongfully basically steal the role of the next king and he failed because he was caught. (laughs) Um, so you can read more about that on your own, but in First Kings, you read about King David appointing King Solomon as the new rightful heir to the throne. So he is now king. And then you get into First Kings chapter 2, and this is where King, king David is still here, and he's challenging um, Solomon to walk in obedience to the Lord, to keep his decrees and his laws and his regulations. It says specifically... In 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 2, I am about to go the way of all the earth, he said. So be strong, act like a man, and observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him and keep his decrees and commands, his laws and regulations as written 
in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may may prosper in all you do and wherever you go. So now we have King David. He knows he's going away. He's appointed King Solomon. and, And Solomon is now kind of taking this direction from King David, who was such a great king, and he's now being asked to follow the things that, that God has asked David to do. And now David is asking him. And of course, God's asking him of that as well. So you could read more about the charge of Solomon in chapter or in chapter 2 of 1 Kings. And then we get to 1 Kings chapter 3, which is where we're going to spend a lot of this episode on. Because it gives, again, the context of, of King Solomon's life. So King Solomon is now king. And we start to learn about his love for the Lord and his his excitement to get to serve God, but he's also still struggling with sin. And so the first point I want to make is just as we start to fall in love and want to serve God, if you are still struggling with sin, it's I don't want to say it's normal, like it's okay, but you're not the only one. And so in 1 Kings chapter 3, it talks about how Solomon is making an alliance with the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and marrying his daughter. And eventually that is the start of leading to his ruin as a king, as you read further into 1 Kings. Um, But the point that I want to stick with today in this chapter, chapter 3, is God meeting Solomon in a dream. So God, uh, Solomon had just offered a sacrifice and burn incense and all that. And then now he is basically going to sleep. He went to sleep. And I'm going to start at verse, let's see, verse 5. And 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream. And God said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. Solomon answered, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on this throne every day. Now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David. So he's talking about himself now, Lord, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Anybody else ever felt like they are being called by God to do something, but they don't know how to do it. This is what you do right here. Here's the next few verses. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? If you have ever been appointed into a position or you feel just unable to accomplish what God is asking you to do, that prayer right there is the prayer that you should pray. That's the prayer that I have prayed many times in my life as I've become a Christian. And it's just a prayer that really is humble and really shows God your heart. So he is not asking for all of the things. He's not asking for power and fame and money. He's asking for wisdom and if you know anything about King Solomon, he goes on to write all of the Proverbs. So he is, he, he asks for this wisdom from God. And in verse 10, it starts with God's response. It said, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but instead for discerning, discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. 
I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever will be. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, which are both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands as David your father did, I will give you a long life. Can you imagine that kind of experience where you have the opportunity to ask God for anything in the world? What would your first response be? For a lot of people, it would be the power, the fame, the wealth, those kinds of things, the stuff, the things of this world, right? But instead, he asked for discernment, for help in leading the people that God had appointed him to lead. And I just think that that is something so special and something that not most people would do. If you read throughout scripture, there's not a lot of people in scripture that are asking for that when they had the opportunity to ask for anything in the world. Um, and so him asking for wisdom just really, it, it, it encourages me as a leader in so many different areas of my life. I don't know it all. I never will. And I simply need to ask God for wisdom. And I know that there are probably areas in your life where you need to do the same. And James 1.5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be giving, be given to you. So this verse is telling us that we can ask for this same wisdom that God gave King Solomon, the same wisdom that King Solomon was asking him for. We're able to ask for that as well. Now, that's not to say that God's going to answer us in the same way and give us all of the wisdom in the world and all of the fame and all of the power and all of the wealth. Our heart should never be focused on all that. But when we have a task ahead of us that we don't feel equipped to step into, Wisdom is what we need, and wisdom is what we are empowered to ask for. So God will give us that wisdom if we're putting his kingdom, his interest, and his principles first. And so in the next few episodes, we're going to talk a lot more about that because the book of Ecclesiastes is like a reflection of Solomon's life, and he talks a lot about just setting our sights on the right things and... um I just, I think it's such a good challenge as we dive into this new series to really ask ourselves what we're praying for. Are we praying for wisdom or are we praying for things? Are we praying and trusting in God that he's going to provide what we need so that we can accomplish the things that he's called us to do? Or are we, you know, trying to make our own way? So, um, and then also as we're praying for wisdom, are we putting that same wisdom to practice. You know, there's a scripture, I think it's James 1 22. It says, be doers of the word, not just hearers only. We want to make sure that we're taking in the wisdom that God's given us, whether it's through his word, through a dream, through prayer, but we're taking that wisdom and then we're doing something with it because wisdom that's not being used is, is useless, right? So, um, if you continue to read through First Kings, you see kind of a gradual deterioration of King Solomon's reign as he he really like slowly but surely falls into the traps of sin and it eventually leads to his downfall. So another point that I want to make in today's episode is even if the wisest of men can be ensnared in sin, how much more susceptible do you think we are to? He had all of the wisdom, all of the knowledge, all of the power, all of the fame, all of the wealth. And he still struggled with sin, just like you and I. And so my, I have three application questions as we close out this episode. First one is, 
Where is our focus? Are we asking for stuff or are we asking for wisdom? So check your focus and ask yourself where your focus is and be honest with yourself in that. And if it is not in the right places, then repent of that and ask God for forgiveness and then ask him for the, for the wisdom that you need to do what he's asking you to do. And then the second question I have is, are we willing to follow the wisdom that God gives us to step into whatever he's calling us to do? And then the third question is, what small sin might we be allowing in our lives right now that could hinder us or eventually lead to our downfall? So those are my reflection questions. Again, we are just hitting the surface of what I have to share over the next couple of weeks with this with this series. Um, I have a lot of good stuff in store, so I hope you'll stick around. I hope you'll tune in next week for the book of Ecclesiastes. If you would like to kind of prepare yourself, get ahead, you can read the book of Ecclesiastes over this next week. It's a really, uh, it's a short book, so you could read through it in a couple days and just kind of have a bit of a knowledge of what we're going to be talking about. But again, ask yourself those questions. Where's your focus? Are you willing to follow the wisdom that God gives you? And what small sin might be hindering your ability to either hear from God or to follow God and do all the things that he's calling you to do? So I hope this speaks to you, and I can't wait to hear you guys' answers. You can always email me your answers if you want to chat about things. Um, you can email me at brookecollinsfitness at gmail.com. You can message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm at brookecollins09. Um, I would love to hear from you guys, and if you have any questions or episode ideas, anytime that you guys want to reach out, I always love hearing from you. I love when you share the episodes and you tag me. It's always a blessing to my heart, and I feel like it's little God winks that remind me that there are people out there that are listening and hopefully learning something from the things that he places on my heart to share. So thank you for being here. We're going to pray, and then you are going to hopefully dive into those reflection questions. God, I thank you for the opportunity to speak your word to other people today, God. I thank you that your word is alive and active, and it pierces our hearts And I thank you that we have examples like King Solomon and King David in scripture to help us to follow you and to challenge us to see where we can do better, God. I pray this week as each listener goes through the reflection questions that you would speak to their hearts, that you would give them the wisdom they need, the courage that they need, and the strength that they need that they can only find in you to fulfill or to step into whatever calling you've placed in their life. I thank you for each and every listener and I pray blessings over them and I just, um, I pray for the time that they spend with you this week, that it would be a special, sweet time with you so that they can experience more of you. We love you, Lord, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Finding Freedom podcast today. If this episode spoke to you in some way, can you please share it with someone else? Maybe subscribe and leave a rating and review. Each share and review means more to me than you'll ever know because it means that we're getting God's word out to more people. Your support means so much and I hope you'll tune in next week. In the meantime, let's connect on social media. I've linked my account in the show notes and I'd love to chat more with you throughout the week. Have a great day and God bless.